We are the Rehab Sports Guys, live. And we are live on Twitter slash Periscope with the kicker and the outlaw on the Rehab Sports Guys Network. If you're listening back to the podcast, thank you so much. And if you want to check us out, go to at Rehab Sports Guys, click the website. You can find all our old podcasts, all our old YouTube videos, and I will upload this to YouTube today. I'm joined by the outlaw, Jesse James. What up, bro? What's up, man? Uh, glad to be in the building talking about some NBA. Yeah, uh, we will be talking about, we've been talking about the West. Now it is time to talk about the East. Boom, there's the big flying logo with Toronto, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Boston. Where would you like to start, my good sir? Uh, I think Milwaukee is extremely dangerous. I think that they're the team to beat in the East. I think they're the team that will give Golden State the most problems, not based on star power, because obviously that's in Boston and Philadelphia, and even in Toronto with uh, Kyle Lowry and the, um, not DeMar DeRozan, he got traded, uh, Kawhi Leonard, but I think I think Milwaukee has proven they can win games without Giannis being an absolute monster, like they proved last night in the overtime win against Sacramento. Giannis only had 17 points. It didn't seem like he played a lot. Did he get hurt? Who? Giannis. I just I kept trying to figure out is like he just seemed like he didn't play great or didn't play very much. Only had 17 and seven. Uh, I would like to say thanks for the comment, uh, Mr. Uh, Hickey, uh, Bernard Hickey on Periscope. Appreciate the comment uh, saying Raptors. So, I mean, Raptors are really good, but like you said about Giannis, he only had 17 and 7. Uh, the guy that I said that trade led down was a big pickup for them was. Uh, Nikolai Miritich had 21 and 8 in 27 minutes, had 5 for 8 from 3, had a decent, really good game. Oh, absolutely. Miritich is the pickup for them. And oh, he was, okay, so Giannis was on a minutes restriction. Uh, on a minutes restriction. Uh, uh, I guess he and, uh, Chris Middleton has some cramping going on. But, yeah, Miritich is – that makes that team so dangerous going forward because they have a big that can step out and shoot. They already have Eric Blood, so they have Chris Middleton. They have Brogdon. They have Budenholzer at coach. They have Giannis, obviously. So And they have Brooke Lopez shooting threes from the power forward slash center position. So they're just so long and – can beat you in so many different ways. I think that this Milwaukee team, they keep winning. They've won like eight of their last ten or seven of their last ten. I don't remember what it was, but I think Milwaukee is the, is the team to beat. Um, I want to bring up a team that you didn't mention very quickly, Indiana. If Indiana gets a three seed and Brooklyn gets the six seed, then we're going to end up having basically Milwaukee at one, Toronto at two, and then we're going to have Boston and Philadelphia at four and five playing each other in the first round. And I think that'll make 
the second round a little less interesting because if I'm the NBA, I want the top four seeds to be Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, and Philadelphia. That way those teams can battle out in the semifinals. They don't want one of those marquee teams going out in the first round, if that makes any sense. No, they want they want all the big names to be there. Yeah, because I don't think Indiana has a chance to go to the conference finals. I don't think they have a chance. I mean, Golden State would wipe the floor with them in four and if they made the finals. And so I would have to look at the standings to see how far Indiana is up on Milwaukee. I have it right here. Okay. Okay, so they're only a half game over Philadelphia. Yeah. So they're 40-22, and 22 and Philadelphia is 39-22. Um, Indiana's lost their last two games, but they've won seven of their last ten. Philadelphia has won six of their last ten. Boston is continuing this streak of just – they have the third best point differential. That is, and they've had a tough schedule of late, but that's a team that is interesting to me. Who's your Who's your interesting team in the East? My interesting team in the East. Are you saying like team that I think can do the most damage? Like, what do you mean by interesting? Uh, yeah. Let's go to the team that you think could do the most damage in the Eastern Conference playoffs, regardless of. Seating, and we're only going one through five. I don't care about Brooklyn, Detroit, Charlotte, Orlando, Miami, or Washington. Um, the fact that Charlotte's 38 or Charlotte is 28 and 33, and they're leading their division. So that um, Eastern Conference South East division is, is terrible. Good point. So, all right, my team that I, if I had to just sit down and just watch a team. That reminds me so much of the Golden State Warriors. That would have, as far as like how they play, an up-tempo style, a lot of three-pointers. I would have to say the most exciting basketball to put that is in the East right now is Milwaukee. Especially now that they have Miritis coming off the bench, like he just fits that up-tempo style, get up and down, shoot a lot of threes. That I just, I really like watching Milwaukee. They played my Mavericks the other night and got to watch the whole game. Man, they're just they're so good, man. Lopez has been playing really well this year for them, averaging. I don't even I know he's basically a guaranteed fifteen and ten every night. Giannis is playing at an MVP level. Middleton's giving you a lot. Now you got Meritage coming up and Brogdon will give you twenty points shooting threes every now and then. So Like you said, like earlier, yeah. Like you said, we talk about experience in the playoffs, but that team is just—I just think that team is so good. They're gonna be hard to beat when it comes playoff time. They're playing really good basketball right now. What are they like nine, nine and one their last ten games or something like that? But it is the East, so you're gonna have those stretches. But they beat quite a few teams in the West too. I mean, they got they got everything they wanted and more from a very young. Sacramento team that has one of the highest paces in the NBA right now. Like, they don't shoot a lot of threes, but it's like Oklahoma City with Russell Westbrook. They have their own. They have uh, Mr. Fox. De'Aaron Fox gets up and down. It's probably the only person I can think of that's fast, maybe faster than Russell Westbrook. 
Like, they get up and down. They have Carl Anthony Towns as a rim runner. So, they cause problems for teams because you can't let up. You have to be able to get up and down with them. They've competed with the Warriors every time they played them. So, that's a good win beating Sacramento last night. I'm pretty sure it was in Sacramento. Oh, yeah. It was. And so, a couple of days ago, they played Minnesota, and it was at home, and they beat them 140-28. to This is Milwaukee. Yeah. I'm just going to go through. They're putting up stupid amounts of points. I'm stats real quick. Okay, so Giannis was 9 of 16, 3 out of 4 threes with 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 27 points. Chris Middleton, 28 points, 7 rebounds, 10 out of 18. Brooke Lopez, 7 out of 13, 3 threes, 19 points. Eric Bledsoe, 6 out of 11, 16 points. Brogdon, 5 out of 11, 16 points. Miritich, 7 out of 11, 17 points. And that Ias Sola, whatever his name is, he played 20 minutes. He had 13 points. So, as a team, they, yeah, they, they, sh- they hit 19 threes. They had 28 assists. And they had 49 rebounds. I mean, they're just an all-around really good team. And everybody except for that one Brogdon dude shot over 500, uh, 50% from the field. And so they don't have guys that seem to take bad shots. Um, Let's see. Giannis hit three threes. Middleton hit four. Lopez hit three. Brogdon hit two. Miritich hit three. That Iasola dude, whatever his name is, he hit three. So there's – they, they just have so many guys that Giannis was out like the game after that, and they still won. And then Middleton and him are, are – and they're still putting up these numbers. And it's just so fun to watch them. So they get up and down the court. Giannis can literally dunk from like half court. <laughs> and Philadelphia is nice because you got Tobias Harris and you've got Ben Simmons. You've got Joel Embiid. You've got J.J. Redick. And it seems like they're going to go out in the second round. Who do you think is going out in the second round game? Philadelphia. It because of Philly. Because right now, I they, think Toronto's really, really good too. And so, if Milwaukee, so so right now, looking at the standings, Milwaukee would play. I'll go back to it real quick. They would play the either the Hornets, Pistons, or Magic. So Toronto would play Detroit and wipe the floor at them. Indy, Indy would play Brooklyn, and then Philly and Boston would play. So one of those teams would go out in the first round. Now I think, I think what's going to happen is it's going to end up being Milwaukee, Toronto. I think Philly will get the third seed. Indy will be four. Boston will be five. Now Indy would have home court advantage, but now if Boston, let's okay. So let's say it's Milwaukee against Charlotte. Milwaukee wins at Toronto versus Detroit. Toronto wins at, and then it's Philly versus Brooklyn. Philly would win that series, and then Indiana, Boston, Boston should win that. So then you would have Milwaukee, Boston, and Toronto, Philadelphia. Now that gets interesting because we go in the matchup. So Milwaukee playing. So Milwaukee would play uh, Boston if they won that, and then Philly would end up playing Toronto. And I now Marcus all did Marcus all go to Toronto? Yes. He so is that's in Toronto. He's deaf. I I love uh, Valachunas. 
I can actually pronounce the name because I've seen it a gazillion times already. But uh, I really liked him in Toronto. But Mount Gasol is so much better than him. Better passer, better scorer. Maybe not a better equal rebounder, but is a better passer and a scorer. And in this NBA, especially in the East, when you're playing teams that have four possible all-stars in Philadelphia, you need someone else to help out Lowry and Kawhi offensively with Siakam, who's balling out of his mind. Marcus Gasol is a great pickup. Is Marcus Gasol and the – is the combination of Marcus Gasol and uh, Serge Ibaka going to be able to shut down Joel Embiid? Because if you look at um, Philadelphia's – because Philadelphia's is they've got a lot of length too. That that would be an interesting matchup because Kyle Lowry, because Kyle Lowry and I think Ben Simmons will kind of cancel each other out. And you got JJ Redick and Danny Green, they kind of cancel each other out. Then you got a small forward. You've got Kawhi versus Tobias Harris, and then power forward you've got. I don't even know who the power forward in Philadelphia is. So their starting five would be Ben Simmons at one, uh, Jim, J.J. Redick at two, Butler at three, Tobias Harris at four, and then Embiid at five. They just have a weird lineup. They really don't have a four. It's kind of they play a definitely – well, I mean, Ben Simmons is more of a, a size of a three, a point guard. You got him at one. You got JJ at two. You got Butler really at two. You got Tobias, who's really a three. Then you got Embiid, who's a true center. So you really don't have a power forward. And and if you think about it, neither does have a true power forward. True meaning of it, because yeah, cause Ibaka's, Ibaka's a stretch. Really he's a stretch four. Yeah. He steps out and he's knocks really down a three. three. He's a big three right. that can a- step out and make that three point. Yeah. He's not, he's not going to body you on the block, so no. that makes sense. Um, Milwaukee-Boston would be interesting. I think – I don't think there's any way in hell Boston beats Milwaukee this year. The problem is, is can Eric Bledsoe and Malcolm Brogdon shut down – because if, if you shut down Kyrie, and you've got Tatum and you've got all these other guys, and, and you've got some good players in Boston, but this thing – really seemed to go off the rails when Kyrie and Gordon Hayward came back. And now it's like, okay, they don't really have an identity anymore. Or the problem is now they've got names and people want – they get paid. People want uh, the ball and all this. It just comes drama, really, because, like, Kyrie's like, I got to get mine. We got to get Gordon going. Jason Tatum wants his 20 points, like – Jalen Brown, Jaylen and you've got a bunch of guys that and, play the same positions and then, on that team. And then we'll talk about next with the AD Lakers thing. That all came about about uh, all right, we can trade Tatum in a first round pick for Anthony Davis this summer. It's just, I think a lot of that hurt because Tatum started thinking about man, could I be in New Orleans? It's the same thing with the Lakers. Like we talked about it probably already, but I think it mentality kind of broke them. Like. You could see it in that Toronto game when they're down 20-something points and Kyrie only had seven. 
Tatum didn't have a great game. And they're sitting on the bench, and Kyrie does the LeBron stare at Tatum like, bro, we suck. Yeah. It's almost like Boston did too much. Because you got to think, I mean, they. someone said this. I can't remember if I saw it on Twitter or on ESPN. Where Toronto or Boston is pretty much like, because remember a couple years ago was when they had, um, here's the dude that dislocated, oh, they had Kelly O'Linick, and then they, they made all those moves, and then all of a sudden their, their team just kind of flip-flopped. Like they, over, like they overturned their roster so much, and now it's they don't really have an identity. And, I mean, Boston just, I don't know, like, I, I mean, like I said, anybody below those top five, and really even Indiana. Indiana is playing well right now. They play good defense, but I mean, in the playoffs, I mean, you need stars. I mean, the Indiana team's not going to be able to. I mean, I'm not going to say they can't do anything, but I don't think they'll do anything. Now that Bogdanovich or whatever his name is, I'd have to look up Indiana's roster, but they still have Thaddeus Young. They, they have, still they have, have Darren Collison. They have Thaddeus Young. They have uh, Turner, Miles Turner at center, who can step out and shoot the 18 to 25 footer, shoot the three. Uh, they have w- picked up Wesley Matthews off waivers, and as you mentioned, Bogdanovich, which his unrelated brother is the one that's in Sacramento ball, and unrelated, unrelated Bogdanovich, same last name, not related, both playing the NBA. It's kind of crazy. But Bogdanovich, he can light it up. We saw it in that Cavaliers series last year, or two years ago. Was it last year? It was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was first round last year. He lit it up. Wesley Matthews, has been when he was in Dallas, was shooting at like 37%. Was just making too much money. Uh, or he was a good player for Dallas, and a lot of people gave him flack in the Dallas fan base, which I'm part of. I went to bat for him, but, I mean, he was making too much money. Anyways, he can shoot at a high percent. They can they can stretch you out is basically what I'm trying to say. Is Miles can stretch you out. And Tyreek Evans. True. And Dougie McBuckets. I forgot about that till last night. I, I'm just looking at the box score of, of y'all. I'm watching. I'm actually looking at the box score where y'all uh, beat them, and for some reason y'all got Dirk in the starting lineup. It's because that Kleber dude's hurt, and I just don't have anybody to play any. We don't have a center. Luke is averaging twenty. So Luke is averaging twenty-seven and five. L- listen to what he what listen to what he's averaging since the All Star break. Twenty-eight, ten, and ten. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's only been what three games, but still, man. I mean, he had twenty-six, seven, and ten in that game. I think since they made the trade, we're getting off a little tangent here. We're not talking about the wet East right now, but they played Indianapolis, so we're kind of tying it a little bit. But ever since they kind of got rid of the center position, they could kind of get up and down a little bit. And since Nowitzki's not going to get rebounds, you're just like, hey, you just run the three-point line and stop and don't do anything else. And last night, and then like for some reason on the pick and pops. Three times, three or four times a game, Dirk Nowitzki, probably the greatest three-point shooter 
that is over 6'9", is standing wide open. I don't care how old he is. If he's wide open, he's probably going to knock it down. Like, he don't jump, so it's not like his legs get tired. You know what I mean? So, right. that just, that I thing. I totally forgot about. Do I? I was saying for Andy, Andy, we totally forgot about a Sabonis dude that comes off the bench, too. And oh, Corey Joseph. I want. That dude's good. Bro, Andy, Andy. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, they don't have any superstars. Like, but they have quality role players that are – same with the Clippers, bro. Like, there's no stars. They're just playing as a team, playing good defense, shooting a three at a high percentage, doing everything you need them to do. Like, they might not win a series in the postseason, but they're going to drive you insane. Oh, if they get that third seed, they're beating Brooklyn. Because I mean, oh. everyone's trying to be like, oh, D'Angelo Russell. I'm like, get the hell out of here with D'Angelo Russell. It's all fun right now, but, man, putting them on a, a big stage against a team that can just light it up, nah, I don't see it, man. He, he snitched on Nick Young. That's all I'm <laughs> He did snitch on Nick Young, bro. All right, well, I guess that'll pretty much wrap it up for the East. Yeah. It's a tight race. Milwaukee, Golden State. Uh, they might not even get the first seed. Like, they're only, what, two and a half up? It's going to be... No, I'm talking about Milwaukee and Toronto. Like, that's what's fun about this. We talk about it right now, but Milwaukee's only up two and a half. Pacers are only up a half a game on the 76ers. Boston's only two games. It's all very fluid. Yeah, like, now from five up, it's sealed. Breaking news. I saw that. Breaking news. Breaking news. We will talk about it during the final KO. Bryce Harper has finally oh, yeah, decided yeah. to sign with somebody. We won't tell you who it is until after the break. We're going to take a quick break. Let's kick your nail off.